Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these days. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Happy Friday, happy hour. We are back with another episode of Just Go With It. You're in for a treat because I'm on my A game. Abby's on her Y game because she is sick as a dog. I am what the kids are calling down bad. And you can hear (laughs) it in my voice. I am down bad. Every week, um, as the clock uh, ticks closer and closer to mid-20s, late-20s, whatever you want to classify it as, Abby is going to bring to you another Gen Z term. The one that the kids are saying this week is down bad, according to her. It's really just one of those things where I won't allow myself to be sick because I'll still go out and do things socially because I'm like, oh, I'll feel better. And then the next day I feel worse. And I'm like, oh, I probably should have just not done that. That's what's going to take you through like St. Patrick's Day, which sounds like a you issue. But we're here. We're rocking. It's Friday. The sun's out in Nashville, which hasn't happened in feels like months. (laughs) And maybe you should go and send yourself out there like a sick person uh, 150 years ago, how they go put themselves in the sun or on the shore to get better, like Beth and Little Women. I really should just lay out on the parking lot and just roast like a fried egg. I think that would make me feel better. Yeah, and then flip when the time's appropriate. Um, How was your weekend? Did you get into any trouble? I got into lots of trouble this weekend, as per usual. You know what they called her back in the day? Trouble. (laughs) Trouble. My middle name, Trouble. I was on one of those tractor party buses that romps around the city Uh, of Nashville time and time again. And it was quite exciting. It was my first time on one of those. And I felt like a tourist, which I love to feel like. It's my favorite cosplay. Did yeah. you pretend that you were a small town pageant queen in the parade on the back of the tractor float waving at people? I mean, yes, especially on Broadway, I was waving at people like we were on a float. And it's just so funny because usually I'm the one on the ground waving at people. It was really yes. just a role reversal. That's what happens when you get 10,000 followers on TikTok. We're almost there, baby. We are almost <laughs> a double digits. <laughs> and let me tell you, I couldn't be more elated. Did you? Don't let her voice fool you, her monotone. Uh, but she couldn't be more late. She's through the roof. Did you go to any karaoke post post this, or did you just stick to the rooftops? No, we didn't do any karaoke. We did bar hop. I did get kicked out of a bar on Broadway That's for using why? the men's restroom in a group with two other girls because the line, we all know, we're all girls, the line for the women's restroom was like 10 miles long, and there was no line for the men's, and that always happens. So I was like, you know what? It's 2023. What are they going to say to me? And who cares also? Yeah. So we went in, there was a stall and everything. Like we weren't just like out in the open. We went and we took turns peeing. And then the second we walked out the door, the security guard was like, come on ladies. Like he, like as if we had known that we did something really wrong. Like it was very strange. No, but I, I tried to fight him a little bit verbally. I was like, what do you mean? Like we were literally just going pee, but I guess there's like some rules that are set in place and i'm sure there's reasons for them but like we really just took a walk around the block and then came back inside so it wasn't a big deal a little while ago i was at one of my favorite bars um 
And the line was 20 minutes long for the bathroom. I get to the front with my friend, and this girl just comes up to us. She's so drunk. She's like slurring her words. She's like, you guys, I'm best friend with you, okay? I'm just going to come in the front. And I looked at her, and I said, listen, I'm not a part of this. Whatever happens, happens. I'm going to turn around and go in that stall. And I come back out, and she's still at the front of the line with my best friend. And they're laughing hysterically together. And then she goes in after me, cuts my friend. And I think that might be the way to do it if you play your cards right. You might get in a fight. Well, but Listen up. We're best friends. <laughs> listen up. We're best friends. Don't ask any questions. Well, that's what did you get into this? weekend. I like the way we're phrasing it. What did you get into? I had a good old time. Went up to the mountains with a bunch of people and stayed in a cabin. I was going to say a big cabin together. It wasn't big. Stayed in a cabin together. A modest cabin. <laughs> stayed in a mid-sized cabin together. It was like 13 of us. It was so what much mountains? fun. Which ones? Oh, they're called Big Bear. If anyone's okay. hip. It's the closest ones to like Southern California. It was for my friend's 25th birthday. I organized the Winter Bear Olympics. Um, that was really oh. great and fun. And I'm trying to think what specific tale I have. This one, so one of my oldest and dearest friends, his name is Christian. We've known each other forever. He's so funny. He's just so funny the way he says stuff and the way he behaves and stuff. And so we took up his car and I was in it with one other person. And I go to drop him off to go skiing because we got there before everyone else. And I said, I'm going to take the car and someone else are going to go get food. And it was snowing a lot already. And I was like, do we need chains? And he was like, yeah, get out of the car. And he puts on one side and he says, all right, Ashley, you're going to learn the other side. What's, what I just showed you here, are the gloves. Here's your cowboy hat. Like, go do oh my it. God, it's just like the Christmas story movie. Yeah. And so I put them on and stuff. And I'm like, all right, like, we'll pick you We'll pick you up later. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, take all these chains off and put them away. We don't need chains today. And I was like, well, why would you make me do that? It's freezing, dad. And he said, because now you know for the rest of your life, teach a man to fish. You know, for the rest of your life, how to put on chains. It's actually really nice. And he's like, clean them off, put them away and get out of here. I'll call you in like five hours. Get out of here, kid. Give me a nuggie. Another one is uh, uh, we got a parking ticket. And we're like, oh, God damn it. And we go and we take it off the thing and it's snowing and it's soaking wet. It's all bleeding all the words, <laughs> all the words off the front, shaking it off. Um, put it on top of the, the heater and it's flying all over the car. Um, I got to pay that. Actually, I forgot about it. And then speaking of, <laughs> but it was a glorious time. Here's for more um, group things. Not everything has to be a flight away where you only like four people can go because it's hard to organize a flight. But here's for more quick group trips with, with over 10 people. I love quick group trips. Because some people came up late. On, some yeah. people left early. It was two hours from home. It's not a big deal. So the more it's people could go. You can drive there. It's so nice. Like anything in a four-ish hour radius, yeah. explore your little area. Like yeah. I'm sure there's something cool. Also, there was an interval of like four hours where the people that didn't want to go skiing were with no with no plans. So we parked ourselves inside of this barbecue restaurant <laughs> that was playing only 90s country. And we parked ourselves at that bar. That sounds like heaven. And it was heaven on earth. I was like, you're going to have to drag me out of here. Befriended the waiter, totally. the waitress. I got a free beer. I was like, who owns this joint? And she was like, actually, a 24-year-old married couple. And I said, well, that's just great, isn't it? A 24-year-old married 24. couple? What is this, a novel? I'm sorry, what? Only, and she, only 24-year-olds in books get to own like businesses and things <laughs> like that. Get to own businesses. No one else does. Um, so I was like, the hell? And she's like, well, I'm 40, so don't feel too bad. And I said, you're right. You're right, sweetheart. <laughs> so that was really fun and stuff. And I said, who's playing the music in this joint? Lots of Cody Johnson going on. She's like, it's me. She said they could only they said they could only play rock and roll or country. And I said, well, you're doing a good job, ma'am. Um, thanks for the good time. I think that's so smart. Yeah. Screw the flights. 
screw the flights. I also hadn't been in the snow since I went to your house, I guess. Like, Mm -hmm. real active snow where it's deep and it's falling. And I love it. It's so wonderful. I agree that it's so wonderful to visit. But after spending three weeks in purgatory at my parents' home, I was quite ready to leave. I was quite ready to get out of there. See, I was ranting and raving. I'm going to raise my kids where it snows like this. Light but not intrusive. But I don't think I would actually Light but not intrusive. Yeah, yeah. You you still have to like scrape the windshield, but it's not gonna it's not gonna ruin anyone's day too bad. Mm-hmm. And then I walked out one of the mornings. Christian was scraping with a, a stainless steel spatula <laughs> windshield. He's gonna um, be a good dad one day. <laughs> but I kind of want to live where it snows for the for the kids. I'm the kid, but for the actual kids, I feel like in my head I do associate deep, heavy snow with you, Ashley, because you love it so much. Childlike joy. Yeah, and you, like, make it part of your personality. And something that I've recently made part of my personality are all these damn supplements I'm taking day in and day out because I am being so serious about my fitness and so intentional and disciplined. And let me tell you, I could not be doing this without First Form. I've had such personal calls with their team, which you can also do if you download the First Form app. There's basically, like, a nutritionist at your leisure there to help when you ask questions about all their millions of products because – that whole industry of like wellness and fitness and all that stuff is so confusing and yeah. so intimidating. Everybody loses their parents' insurance that comes with a nutritionist when they're 26. So like might yeah. as well get first form so that you can <laughs> still have a nutritionist. You can download the first form app and it'll they'll have like a person explaining it all to you, which is really nice because I've already utilized that many times and been like, this is my lifestyle. These are my goals. You know, what kind of products do I actually need that are going to be helpful? Because not everybody needs every single thing out there in the world. Like we're all very unique and special in that way with our bodies. And I've been doing the ignition and the level one proteins. I take ignition after my workout. It's like this fast acting protein that I take, which is really helpful. And then in the mornings, I have this cafe latte flavor protein that I've been putting in my coffee just to get my protein in the mornings and get my metabolism started and all that good stuff. And let me tell you, besides my sickness right now, don't let it fool you. My energy levels have been better in general, I feel like. So that's been good. And I've been hitting it harder with my workouts and all that stuff. But really, it's the wealth of knowledge that I appreciate. And if you guys are interested in supporting our show and supporting your own health and wellness, we will put the link to the First Form website in the show notes. Um, Support us and support yourself, really. And if you're intimidated by all of this and you feel like you don't even work out enough to constitute all of these little bonuses, just download their workout app. That's a good place to start and you can still get a consultation with someone who knows more than you do about working out. And you can hear the chef in the background performing Abby's morning smoothie, where she will yeah. put <laughs> which she will put all of her necessary chef. necessary nutrients into and get her on the up and up so that she can go back to going out uh, three nights a week. And lastly, it's scientifically proven that if you look cute, you have a better workout at the gym. And First Form has some cute apparel. So if you're more looking to up your workout apparel game, go check out the First Form website. The link's in our show notes. You won't regret it, sister. Studies show this to be true. Moving on, continuing talking about personalities, I feel like there is a very pivotal moment in my life that I remember. I was doing some journaling, some self-reflecting the other day. How did I get here? How did any of us really get here? You know, that's the question we ask. And I was making some TikToks about my love for Nashville, different Nashville memories, all this stuff. So I was on memory lane, okay, driving down it in my convertible. And I was thinking all the way back to summer before senior year of college when I was living with one of our best friends, India. 
And this was like right around the time where I was learning about Casey Musgraves because I wasn't an OG fan. I'm not afraid to say that. I was an adopter, a late adopter of the fandom of Casey Musgraves. And I was learning about her, whatever, her vibes, her music, her aesthetic, if you will. And my roommate India said that I remind her a bit of Casey Musgraves with like my energy and my clothes and all of that stuff. And let and me And then tell the horses you, were off to the races that day. I latched. I said, you know what? That feels like me. You're right. That feels like me. And guess what? I up and moved myself, my rhinestone ass, to Nashville. And I feel like that's really what set off my entire journey for the course of the next few years of my life. And I owe it all to India with her one comment. And possibly your social media acclaim to fame because you've made it part of your brand. And I feel like even when we were in school in California, I was always wearing cowgirl boots. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Now, now they just happen to be trendy. Yeah. And that was like before every single person had cowgirl space, cowgirl themed this, disco cowgirl themed that, every bachelorette party, every birthday party. Like this was before that. And I was like, not saying I started the trend. I'm just saying like that's yeah. it was like formed into my personality before that blew up. I've been trying to tell people for years that a real pair of cowboy boots is great to wear to the beach because they're made for sand and dirt. <laughs> a bikini and some boots. And it's the best place to wear them. Bikini and boots is a good name for something. I'm not sure what. Write that down for future. Somebody endeavors. write it down. <laughs> um, but yes, I think that you, the great thing about life, particularly your teenage years and your 20s, um, for people like us before you kind of get a husband and your husband can't, I mean, you can change whenever you want, but you're also not going to change as drastically once you become a mother and, you know, a spouse to someone. So now no, is for this- sure your twenties are like the roller coaster of figuring out who you the are. Dressing room. You stand for. It's a dressing room. We're trying on different things. And if you go follow us on TikTok, you'll see these clips not to regurgitate what stuff we've said, but um, your adulthood 20s, it's like you are being raised for the first time. You are coming into yourself again like a little kid. So true. You are gaining consciousness. Infant Ashley Chavez, you're gaining consciousness again. And I saw this. Someone said this recently. Either someone told me this or I... You know, I say I read this all the time. That means I saw it in a TikTok, Um, which is (laughs) think about it as you're when you're 20, it's like you're 10 years old. When you're 25, you're 15. When you're 15, you're erratic. You're all over the place with your emotions. You are, you know, you have stability and you can do stuff alone. Um, But you're not quite. I go as far to say I saw something also on TikTok. Oh, you're saying little kid. Her whole personality. It was like when you're 25, you're like, wow, I'm 25. I should have more figured out than I do. But really 25 is just a five-year-old adult. Yeah. Okay. That, that, I, like I was that like, one you know what? Yes. Yes. yes we're, having, we're having fifth birthday parties next year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you are, you are allowed to change your personality. You obviously don't like the same things when you were five years old that you do when you're 10 years old and so on and so forth. So you're allowed to not know what your emotions are. You're allowed to not know um, what what niche things you like, and you're allowed to try on different hobbies because now's the time to try on your hobbies. Your parents aren't signing you up for, um, you know, tennis lessons when you're six again. You're no longer being forced. No, you get to choose. Your you parents aren't. Your parents aren't hoping you'll get a college scholarship out of the sport that they force you into at three. Um, you can decide whatever you want, and that's the beauty of it, really. And I I think honestly, all of us are like something to our core right like we're either more extroverted or we're more introverted or more outspoken or we're a little more reserved or whatever all those things are probably going to remain 
But in terms of like aesthetic and all that stuff, the freedom to change what kind of decor we like to be surrounded with and what kind of clothes we like to wear and try on different personal styles and stuff. I think that's my favorite part about my 20s is the freedom. Yeah, I've been in different new situations in life and each time I thought, okay, should I like switch everything up? And to my core- Is it time to reinvent? To my core though, I have remained the same. Of course, there's lapses in that, but um, on and off, I think I've remained the same. Tell, Tell the kids about when you wanted to do the ultimate reinvention. Well, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. I was born with star qualities and star power. If There's you know. no beating around that bush. That's just a fact. That is a scientific fact. And my You're name doing is a lot, Abby. a lot of arts and sciences at them today. Yeah, arts and sciences, women in STEM. That's us. <laughs> my name is Abby, and there's nothing wrong with that name. I think it's a good name. It could be a lot worse, but there's not a lot to it, okay? It's mm-hmm. not a share. It's not a Dolly Parton, you know? It's not a Miley Cyrus. Like, it's not an iconic name. My middle name is Scout, and my parents decided to call me Scout between the ages of birth and first grade. And then in first grade, my dumb little ass was like, I'm going to go with Abby because Abby's my actual first name. And my parents were like, are you sure? And I was like, yes. That was my first grave mistake. Turns out you don't have star quality if you didn't have the foresight to know. No, little first grader me shouldn't have been able to decide. No decisions for you, seven-year-old. <laughs> but if I would have stuck with Scout, I think there's a lot of star power with that name. Of course. And I even thought about in college, I'm like, nobody knows me at this school. It's a new state. It's a new start. Like, should I go by Scout? Like, I actually thought about it for a while. Um, Still kind of wish I did. But aside from that, it's never too late to change your name. No, 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 no. You are leaving out a lot. You whenever. Senior year, Abby said, you guys, we're graduating. It's time for a fresh start. I want (laughs) everybody around here. I was getting there. Our next birthday cake, it said this. You made us call you this for like a day. You were trying on different ones. <laughs> you we the options the were room. the options was, were we're in quarantine, so there wasn't a lot to talk about. I was trying to spice up everyone's life and my own, and I was like, okay, here's here's the thing. Like, I love when girls have guy names, like Blake Lively, Blake for a girl, so cute, right? Mm-hmm. There, so that she, was one option. Another option was my mom almost named me Andrea, and she would have called me Andy with an I or Drew, and I said. Drew? Drew is a girl? Chic. Cute. I want to be Drew, okay? So, like, yeah. what if everyone calls me Drew? Another one I tried on, Hunter, because my last name is Hunt. And I was like, mm-hmm. Hunter for a girl, like, that's actually really cute. And immediately, our friend Allie shot that one down. She said, sorry, that's a no for me, dog. I can't be calling you Hunter. I'm like, yeah. all right, you know what? That's fair. So, Drew was the one that stuck. That's, like, what I liked the most. And it, and it drove us all mad. One of our friends was having an episode about something else, and she was crying. She was like, and Abby, Abby's making us call her Drew now. It's all too much. <laughs> I was having an identity crisis, but it was more like an identity reinvention, and no one was leaning into it the way they needed to lean. You guys could still be calling me Drew and you're not. I think I'm going to call you Drew on and off. I do think it's funny. I think it's okay. I think it's cheeky. And if your it's middle like name, an ongoing joke. If your middle name were Andrea, I think that we would have serviced it better. But um, yes, we did get your next, I guess, 23rd birthday cake said happy birthday to Drew. That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> okay, let's keep it going, actually. But the point is, if Abby had stuck to her guns, if she had a backbone, she would be going by Drew right now. And she would be gaining notoriety by Drew. And so there's really no end to how you want to you wanna change yourself. And since people do change friends so rapidly and stuff, um, you know, reinvent yourself. Run with it. 
And this is why I think journaling is so important because I constantly have so many thoughts going on in my head in terms of all of this, this brand I'm building, this life I'm building, you know, like it's a lot to keep in your You're brain. You're telling me that you have to keep your script straight because none of it is really yeah. who you are. The script I'm writing for my life, the roles, the roles I'm trying out for. <laughs> the friends so, I'm auditioning, the boys yeah. I'm dating. It's quite chaotic here in this brain of mine, and I've got to get it down on paper. So we have some journaling prompts for you, some idea starters, if that's something that you want to get into in 2023. Yes, I have some lists for you, which I wrote in my journal. We have a reasons you should journal, a couple reasons for you, some tips to get better at it, and then a couple different prompts. And we love this. And I also have not heard any of these, so I'm I hearing these for the first time. I teach you. Just like you guys. Buckle up. Speaking of teaching, I felt a little bit of compassion for teachers. I know this is not the same whatsoever, but I was the camp – oh, it was camp-themed, the mountains. I was a camp counselor, so I was in charge of the Bear Olympics, and everyone was, like, not getting it together to play. Like, people were sitting down. I got to go to the bathroom. I need a new drink. I need to sit down and go on TikTok. And I was getting so frustrated. It was, like, wrangling cats. Um, and I was like, okay, I guess- one, two, three eyes on me. No, but I should have. I just was yelling a lot and I didn't even have a whistle. Okay. So not to get deep on, but I have a quote to open this segment up. It's the, oh, quote, I love by, a quote. the quote is by Joan Didion, famous writer. You guys should read um, her book, The Year of Magical Thinking. There's a wreck for you. But I write to know what I think. And I think that is so true because you could just think in the car again and again. You can go in circles in the car in the shower thinking. This is what I'm saying. My brain, it never shuts off. But it's, it it's not. circular. It's not until you put pen to paper and let your thoughts freely flow that stuff gets extracted from you and you can actually do some deep thinking. We can also call this mindfulness in motion. Ooh, <laughs> mindfulness. Wait, can <laughs> you say the quote again? I write to know what I think. I believe so. Bring yes, it back. I write, I write to know what I think. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff. And so some light benefits of it are that it obviously reduces your stress, improves your mood, lowers your blood pressure. I don't know. Some of mine already have high blood pressure. Um, and you can consider your worries in an objective way. Our brain, I was recently telling our friend Delaney this, our counselor, our brain always goes to worst case scenario because it's trying to prepare itself for the worst case scenario. And the worst case scenario has never been true in my entire life. None, none, and nothing that I freaked out about has ever been worse than what I thought. Mm-hmm. you're like i can't relate to that <laughs> no, i feel like they can relate so by writing we can, we can consider our worries in an objective way and it also allows us to process our emotions better it improves our memory because we're reading but we're also processing and thinking simultaneously and it also obviously improves our emotions and generally cultivates a sense of gratitude which we always need more gratitude and if you're curious about gratitude and being a super super lucky girl go listen to our last episode because we dive all into lucky girl syndrome and how to make that happen for yourself yes especially gratitude um an abundance of gratitude um when we write also we are doing our using our left brain which is analytical and rational i found this very interesting in conjunction- i got a small left brain let me tell you <laughs> It's the size of a peanut. <laughs> Analytical and rational. That does not sound like me. You might be missing it. Plus, <laughs> in conjunction with our right brain, which is our creative side and our emotion side. Um, yeah, and I know right. yours dwarfs the other side. But when we write about our own self, we are able to use both of those. And we are just reaching an honest level of introspection with ourselves. 
That's actually so beautiful. An honest level of introspection with ourselves. Thank you. I didn't even quote that. I thought of that. Um, Let's just be honest for a minute, you know? Like, let's just get it down on paper. No one's going to read it but you. Of course. And your nosy little brother who's 12. Some tips to get into this because I started doing this literally like a week and a half ago. Um, So, and I hadn't written anything down in a little while, are to get used to holding a pen again. You don't have to. Obviously, if you maybe commute on public transportation, that would be a gorgeous, stunning time to write. But actually, you could still put a pen and paper. But it's just easier, obviously, to have a phone and your notes app. There but- is something so therapeutic about analog. Like, get a pen, write it down, get a little journal, get a little notebook. They've got cute ones on Amazon. They've yeah. got cute ones at Target. Like, it's so much better. We're on our phones 24-7 aside from this. Like, maybe let's go back Let's go back to our roots. Let's flip a page over. <laughs> One of our friends a little while ago, she was like, you guys – Anyone, when was the last time you guys held a pencil? She's like, because I haven't touched a pencil in years. <laughs> I haven't seen a pencil in forever. Um, <laughs> let alone sharpen one. So I get used to holding a pen and paper again. Um, it is extremely helpful, in my opinion, to do a reasonable time limit, not a page limit. It's like when you and I both had started running again in quarantine and we said, we're going to do 20 minutes. We're not going to do two miles. 20 minutes. It's all about time limits. So instead of writing, I'm going to write three pages, which seems so daunting when I'm even seeing it right now, you're going to write freely, we'll say five or 10 minutes. I think 10 minutes is a great starting point personally. Um, Yes, I think that's so good. It's so easy to accomplish. You can do anything for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. If you want to read for the stars 15 minutes, personally, I think 10, it's enough time where I'm able to continue writing without just sitting and staring at the page and it doesn't seem daunting at all. Forget eloquence. We're not going back. We're not editing. We're not trying to write things eloquently. We're literally putting pen to paper. Who cares if How you're about a bad your speller? Handwriting? No, we don't care about handwriting. We, we don't. <laughs> as long as you can read it. That's what matters. Okay. As so long no as chicken you- scratch. No. <laughs> I love when people call it that. Like when, they're, mom- when their freehand is like messy, they're like, it looks like chicken scratch. My mom says that more often than you would think. <laughs> We're always saying chicken scratch. <laughs> Um, in my house chicken scratch is a common term it's king (laughs) the chickens rule the roost Um, so we're not going for eloquent (laughs) I'm just picturing a chicken with his little quad foot trying to write they scratch in the dirt also like that's where I think it comes from forget eloquence forget editing forget chicken scratch as long as you can read it that's all that matters and forget going back and correcting yourself you can cross something off in the moment cross through a line but you're not going back and doing anything and then i do think it's helpful if it is possible for you to write roughly in the same time frame but more so even in the same place every day and why is that that I think it just rec- creates routine and um, it's just like a safe space where it's like, oh, if I sit in this specific space in my house at the specific time of day, I don't have my phone by me aside from the timer. I just – this is where I write. Like is there a point though behind it or do you just think that's like – That's what I'm thinking. Oh, I'm sure there's a point but that's also what I'm just thinking. Yeah. I'm just I'm just shooting the shit. I think that's – I'll, I'll circle back if I can find a point for it but I think it's just routine. Routine breeds consistency discipline um and discipline there is freedom one of my dear friends Mag used to always say that and i think it's true like the more disciplined you are about working out the more you can eat whatever you want <laughs> wait a second let's take a step back on that one that's pretty well discipline there is freedom um i have more of those i used to keep a list on my phone of stuff she would say like that 
Oh, and then also another nice thing once you've already made this a practice is that you can go back and extract lessons from it. If you write something also that you are embarrassed about um, that is upsetting, you can just leave it there on the page. You don't have to ever touch it again, out of sight, out of mind. But you can go back and extract lessons that you wrote in the past or just good memories. I I used to have notes on my phone. I remember when we were abroad and I sometimes go back and look at that when I'm on planes and I think it's lovely. How do we feel about that therapeutic practice where you write down all the things that you want to rid your life of and then you like burn it. Explain. Throw it in the river. Like in all the movies and stuff and the shows, they're always like, I'm going to write down like feelings or thoughts or people or toxic habits or whatever, what have you, all the things that you want to rid your life of. You write them all down as if they're like a visual representation Mm -hmm. and then you get rid of that piece of paper. I think that's great. I think if you feel like that's going to help you out, do it go for it and it's still january i feel like this is a good time to be doing stuff like that why the hell not yeah (laughs) why the hell to be messing around with witchcraft (laughs) (laughs) be like writing out feelings and burning them why the hell not like go for it um you can also make one of your 10 minute writing sessions maybe once a month it could be writing a letter to someone and sending it to someone that you care about i think that could also be a good one that's um, really cute. But now I have some prompts for you, some journaling prompts. Beautiful. So the first section that I have is daily. And here's a good daily one for you. It's three things you're grateful for, three affirmations, three things you're proud of, three things you're excited for, and three priorities. We've kind of already said a version of this before, but three things that we're proud of could be as simple as I am proud of the fact that I went to the gym yesterday. I am proud that I asked someone new to coffee. I'm proud that I um, went on a date for the first time in a long time. Or it could be even smaller. Date is like a big one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. I'm proud that I got outside in the morning for like 20 minutes before I got started for the day. That's a small one. Um, And then things that you're excited for. I'm excited for um, I'm excited to open a new book this weekend. I'm excited to call my mom. I'm excited to try a new coffee place. It could be super small. Not everything is. I'm excited to go to Miami. I'm excited to go to a music festival. It could be much, much smaller, which I think is important to remember. I think, yeah, being excited to reach your smaller goals is really what gets us through life. Yeah. Because, because if we're just looking for work to Yeah. We can't Miami's. just live for the weekend. We can just live for the next trip. If we're just excited for the Miamis, when the Miamis are over, then we're like down and out until the next Miami comes. And we don't know if the next Miami will come because so tomorrow's not promised. So tomorrow's true. not promised, Ashley. I'm not sure if you've heard. No, I'm worried. I'm not word sure if you've heard what they've been saying. Word on the street is that there are no tomorrows. Yeah. Um, another good one is you can actually buy the five-minute journal. Um, a lot of my friends are very fond of this. And inside, if you don't want to buy it, I have one and I wrote down what it says for you. Oh my gosh, <laughs> perfect for all of our frugal girlies. It is three things you're grateful for, three things that would make today great, um, and one affirmation. And then at the end of the day, it is three highlights of the day and three, I'm sorry, one thing that I learned. And there's a quote on the top of each, each page. So like highs and lows, like a little self-check-in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're supposed to be learning something every day. I know people say that, but like. I think that it could be as small as that. um, As small as like. Like today I learned that I feel like dog shit. Does that count? Well, you actually learned that the more you go out when you're sick, the worse you're going to feel. I learned how to put on chains the other day. (laughs) 
You learned an actual skill, and I and I was talking to my friend, one of my friends who drove her own car up, and she was like, "You know what? I know that women can do anything in this day and age, but I actually feel more confident being a woman after this trip." (laughs) That's actually really cute. Yeah, like you don't need to take your spouse with you to go to the snow. Um, so the next section that I have for you is gratitude. So something that I, a good one that I wrote the other day. Let me pull it up. Write about something that makes you feel at home is a good gratitude one. What's something that makes you feel at home? That's Because so I'm going to say my answer because it's out of pocket. Something that makes me feel like home is like barbecue. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> yeah. Like whenever I'm eating barbecue, I'm not even from the South or like anything like that. It reminds you of like, us. <laughs> yeah. Like it gives me warm fuzzies. I'm like, yes, yeah. this is, this is it. This is everything. That's what I, that's really, really cute. Barbecue? Yeah, the fact that that reminds you at home and you could get deeper if you sat for 10 minutes with it. Um, I wrote that. And like, I think this is dumb, but a couch has always been a cornerstone of a home for me. For example, mm-hmm. when I live with you guys, the couch, it's like just a gathering place and a place to like cry or like you come home drunk and you have a snack or you're watching movies or you're having conversations mm-hmm. with people. And at home, when I think of home, I think of also like sitting on the couch watching a movie. And when I think of home with you guys i think of sitting on the couch and, and being excited like, to hang out in tv sitcoms too like yeah. friends and stuff like they're always on the couch they take their cast photos on yeah. the couch they break up they get together they make out and make friends make memories make out <laughs> the best marketing ploy ever y'all week <laughs> and when when we hung out last time we were sitting on the couch just me and you and i was like i hope we're still laughing really hard on the couch together in like 30 years and i just think that it's such a simple thing that we can't take for granted that's so true. Okay. Another gratitude prompt is five qualities you're proud of. That's a simple one. Your most cherished possession. Um, it could be real mm. or not. Um, and 10 everyday things that make you happy. 10? Seems like a lot. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the playlist you listen to, the morning okay, shows. Every, everything else is like three this, one that, and then we're like 10 things I'm gonna name you ten. Day. I'm going to name you 10 things that make you happy. Bobby, okay, your go. doorman. Your, His name is Bob. Bob, Don't whatever. The morning toast, the coffee you drink, going to the gym, um, probably going on TikTok and sending stuff to any of us. Uh, whatever playlist you listen to on a regular basis, getting to read or watch TV at the end of the day. Okay, like that's enough. <laughs> we're like not to 10 yet though. Do you see how we're not to 10? <laughs> anyway, self-reflection prompts. <laughs> Some self-reflection prompts. This is the heftiest Oh, the section. smell of my perfume. Oh, there you go. Putting on jewelry. I love, love jewelry. Which perfume are you wearing right now? The Glossier perfume that mm, everyone's That's into. actually a good, yeah, economical one too. It had to grow on me because I tried it the first time. I'm like, this, this is what everyone's dying over. And then after a few tries of like wearing it, I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm actually really into it. And I've been getting a lot of compliments from men. Hear that? Folks, she's drowning herself in men and perfume. The Lord knows I'm about to like, yeah, take a bath in that thing. Hell yeah. So your perfume is a small thing. Making content. I know that you like to make content. I love to make content. Love, love, love. Okay. Self-reflection. What in your lifetime has made you the happiest and how can you create a little bit of that where you are right now? I can answer all these prompts for you. (laughs) Living in California made me really happy and I've noticed that my seasonal depression has been creeping in. So I guess I could go to like a sauna or UV bed so I could create a little bit of of that happiness. A little bit of (laughs) that. 
<laughs> it's been so dark and gloomy forever. Mm-hmm. What is sunny I today? Like I said, love. This isn't my happiest in my life at all, but this is an easy one to create. I love being on a plane. I love the excitement of going somewhere new. I love having something to look forward to. I should probably book a trip to Miami. Perfect. See you there. Um, what life experience would you love to relive? A list Study of broad, duh. <laughs> I think about it more and more. I can't really. believe I can't I stop thinking about it. I was young to like fully grasp, like fully appreciate everything that it was, I think. Yeah. Me too. Just like there's two things I wish they would change the age for. One, study abroad. We should have to go when we're like in our 20s. Didn't they used to do that on the olden days? You would romp about after college around Europe or something. Yeah, people used to do backpacking across Europe, all that shit. The other thing I think society should change is I think they should force you to read the classics when you're in college or like a little bit older. Yeah, why are they making like middle schoolers read Moby <laughs> Dick? Like what are they going to get out of that? Like the quote that I gave you last week from East of Eden, that's a book you read in high school. And I'm like rereading it and it's so good and I understand it. It's crazy. Like, Wait a damn minute. Right. Or I told you this a long time ago. The government should start a thing where you get like a summer reading program for adults at the library and they just give you like a $10 gift card if you read a classic book, something small. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. Another self reflection one a list of what you think about yourself, just what comes to mind. If, if you, even better, if you're in a bad headspace type of day, all the lists mm-hmm. that you of what you think about yourself, and then you go back and you cross out what's a lie and you write what is actually true if you step out of your own head. Whoa, that is so breaking, really good, breaking stuff. Really good if you do it on a bad day. Might not serve you if you do it on a good ego day, but good if you do it on the, on a low. So seasonal depression is probably a good time. Times in your life, my friend asked me this at dinner the other day, times in your life that have felt like a movie where if you you could have put this scene exactly in a movie and you would have eaten that up if you saw it. You know what? That just made me think of how lucky I am to live a life where there's a lot of times that have me felt too. like a movie. My friend was like, slow down, slow down. It's supposed to be special. And I said, they are special. <laughs> They're all special. If you think about it. And then how would someone else describe me? That's good. And then I'm also, like I said earlier, another good one is to write a letter to someone that you that you love. I need to write more letters to people I love. And mail that shit. Perfect excuse is that Valentine's is coming up. Send a note to all of your friends. Something else I'm going to start doing, um, which you could do this to when you go to Miami, is um, – sorry, I don't <laughs> – I didn't send one to you. <laughs> but in Big Bear, I was like, I'm going to start sending just to one person a postcard from where I am. Even if it's a small trip from now on, even if it's a big trip, just one to one person. Oh, but like this is you live on air telling me I didn't get one. You didn't get one, so check the mail. (laughs) Okay, I wasn't gonna get excited or anything. I sent one. I sent one to our friend about her new job. That's why. Because that's true. And said, said, but I said from now on I'm gonna send one to one person, or two. I'll send one to you next time. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I won't be holding my breath. I won't be expecting it. No, I'm going to. In fact, I'm gonna send one just from like Santa Monica to you. And another good idea that I, I had, this is kind of cute and self-reflective, and I could just die. I hate when people say that, but I could just <laughs> die that I didn't, because I actually could, that I didn't do this abroad, is that I think it would be such a cute idea in the moment, wherever you travel, to go and write a postcard to yourself, postmark it, send it from where you're at, and send that home. That is some Hallmark shit right there. Anyone mm-hmm. who hasn't been abroad yet, free do it. <laughs> Why, why do I want one uh, one from Dayton, Ohio, when I could have got one from Budapest <laughs> from myself? Literally. This is what I'm saying. Like, 19-year-olds shouldn't be able to just romp around That's Europe. That's like, 
We're grateful enough. Did you see that TikTok where someone got a postcard to their house and it was from some guy and he's like, I'm drunk in Chicago and this is the only address I remember. Like I used to live here. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so those are my different prompts. Mm-hmm. And I think that you can run with each of them. That's a good grounding point and literally go on TikTok or Pinterest and there are prompts aplenty. Maybe we'll start posting more actually. Um, prompts we'll bait, aplenty. But we'll bait you into following us on TikTok. So you have to do it there instead to get them. And so have you been doing it religiously or are you just, did you just do it to discover who you were based off Casey? Um, Lately, I've just been feeling pretty introspective. So I don't have specific prompts, but now I do thanks to this episode. But I have just been kind of like, I'll have like a thought and then I'll run with it and kind of just put it down on paper. Um, But I also have been doing every morning I wake up and do five things I'm grateful for, which is cute. But let me tell you, when you are really like feeling sick and down bad, as I said, beginning depressed. Yeah. Any of those, any of that stuff. It is really hard to be grateful and like thankful for things because all I can get past is like how terrible I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just like so sick. I need to get over myself because it could be so much worse. But I'm just so tired of being sick. Like can we be done? I do think it's good to alternate maybe the grateful thing because it's like day after day. It's like things keep making a reappearance and you're like, man, that's all I got. (laughs) Unless you're abroad, which is why adults should go abroad instead. (laughs) it's like my coffee every morning still grateful for it okay (laughs) still looking forward to my coffee my walk (laughs) and a beer all right things things are getting drab time to shake things up um but yeah i think that this is a great way to kick off the year um and the we're getting into february so kick off the month too we can get into consumption hour slash snack time uh, we cannot be calling it consumption hour. That's disgusting. We can get into snack time. This is all of the media we've been consuming, loving, and hating. Just hit them with it. Okay. What do you got I first? Watched, I watched the whole Emily in Paris season three. Mm. Authentic beret. Something about that show just has America in a whirlwind. Okay. <laughs> like we're so obsessed, but when we all step back, all of us know that it's so cringy and awful. Like, yeah, terrible. the heads. The heads are spinning. Which is absolutely terrible, but we all have to watch it. It's like a train wreck we can't look away from. Still watching Love Island Australia. My God, these seasons are long. There's like 27 episodes. You know you don't have to finish. No, but I do because I have OCD. Okay. like I cannot leave things unfinished. Just doesn't doesn't work for me. doesn't work for my brain. Okay. What else? Um, I am reading – what the hell is my book called? Oh, The It Girl. Have you heard Hmm, about it? That was a Redhead's book. I didn't read it, but I saw that they did it. Yes. So – I think that's maybe how I heard about it or TikTok or something. But it is the It Girl by Hold Your Breath, Ruth Ware. So it's going well. It's like a murder mystery, kind of suspenseful. It's fun because like the two girls are in college for a lot of it. Um, so it's sort of like a whodunit. And I like it so far. I've been in quite the reading rut since I like really burnt myself out in December with all the reading. We get it. You're, li- you're literary. Yeah, I read like a lot in December. Um, <laughs> we're really smart. But um, anyways. <laughs> anywho. Um, but you know what? I Here's some content I am super excited for. Outer Banks season three is coming mm-hmm, out soon. Mm-hmm. You season four coming out soon. Mm-hmm. There was another show. I think... Wait, Stranger Things? No, that doesn't make any sense. That's not coming out soon. There was like a third one. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. the content abounds all up in February mm-hmm. and stuff. And Miley Cyrus is abounding. 
Well, I have something out of pocket for you for content I've been consuming. Oh, good. And don't don't laugh. I already sent it to you, but you're gonna laugh again. But it's okay. literally so good. So on Spotify, there's a playlist called Vietnam War Music. And <laughs> <laughs> and no, but listen, it's all stuff we already listened to. Like it's such good, versatile daytime with your friends. Like I played in the mountains a lot, and a lot of people were like, "This is a good place." Doesn't know a lot of like old old rock, and I said, "Yeah, of course." Yeah, <laughs> I didn't music from the seventies. Yeah, yeah, I didn't carry. There's a lot of Creedence Clearwater Revival. A lot of um stuff like that. Oh, Daisy Jones and the Six. That show's coming out soon. That's mm-hmm. what I was excited yeah. for. That not was terribly soon, one. but yeah. But the it playlist. March. I know. Soon is like next week. Um. We could be dead by then. <laughs> so true. We could be dead tomorrow. March play, 3rd. If any of us dies, play that clip at the funeral of us. <laughs> me saying we could I be dead die. Tomorrow. We're going to watch Daisy Jones and the Six <laughs> miniseries. I will riot. <laughs> Little hot item for you. The style is going to become so popular once it comes out. So if you've been wanting a Penny Lane jacket and have just been sitting on not getting one, now is the time before they spike up in price on, on thrift um, websites. Now really is the time. Yes. So – that playlist is good. I just finished a book. It was a thriller called The Good Daughter. It was really, really good, but I loved this author's other book. So I think I had my expectations too high, but this one did have me on the edge of my seat. It was good. I will read another book by her. Her name is Karen Slaughter. She has like 20 thriller books. It's she isn't dumb. Like it's pretty good. Keeps you guessing. She isn't dumb. Is that what you said? Yeah. You know how a lot of thriller books are like, uh, the mistress is, you know, housekeeper did it, you know? <laughs> a lot of domestic, I think I was reading too many domestic thrillers. I think that's what was going on. This one was more like harsh, you know? Well, in true crime, it's always the wife. We all know this. Um, so I read that, but aside from that, I haven't been reading too much. If anyone has any book recommendations, literally throw them at me. I'm, I got nothing. I got, I got nothing. Well, the well runneth dry. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We've officially run dry. All I listen to is the morning toast. So like, hey. I don't know. I don't know what else. Yeah. Did you see that? Did I send you that TikTok where the girl, she, it was the audio from Mean Girls where she's like, you girls keep me young. And the girl, she looked like she was our age. And she's like, I work home alone. And like, this is my bread and butter. Like listening to this every morning. It's my one consistent social interaction. <laughs> you girlies keep me young. I'm gonna. I'm literally gonna regress to what to making people watch movies that I think are smart just to see their reaction, and that's gonna be my new thrill, cheap thrill. Like me when I made everyone watch um, <laughs> the Prestige, and everyone yeah. fell asleep. And you screamed at us. Maybe you guys would have liked it better if you weren't getting passed out drunk on the couch every night. <laughs> All right, my little introspective journaling girlies. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to reinvent yourself and make your friends call you by a different name. That always spices everything up. We love you so much. Thank you for listening, every single one of you. If you like our podcast, share it with your friends. We're always trying to grow. And of course, as always, follow me on TikTok at Professional Icon. Follow us on TikTok. Just go with the top podcast. Yeah, follow two follows. Follow us all over town. Um, and there's a link in our bio for first form. And then also give us a five star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. And feel free to DM us on Instagram because it is not. It does not go unnoticed. We send them to each other all the time, and we save them. Yes, obsessed with you guys. Have the best weekend. Love you. Bye.